Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Hello and welcome to the EM360 podcast, where we have a weekly conversation with people who are impacting the enterprise tech landscape. My name is Matt Harris, Head of Content here at M360 and your host on today's episode. And today I'm joined by Christina Stathopoulos. Christina is an EM360 partnered analyst and founder at Dare to Data. Today, we're here to discuss her industry predictions for 2024. Christina, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Really excited about the chat. Christina, so good to have you on today. Um, just for those who perhaps don't know who you are already, um, could you give a little bit of background insight into who you are and what you do? Yeah, so my name is Christina Stathopoulos. I am the founder of Dare to Data on a mission to help individuals and corporations take the next step in their data journey. Uh, professionally, I come from years of um, experience in, in tech, particularly I spent over five years at Google and Waze leading data strategy and data projects with some of our largest advertisers um, and very highly involved in education and evangelism of data products. That's perfect. Thank you for that. And I really wanted to get you on the podcast today to kind of pick your brain as to, you know, where you really see the industry right now. You know, 2023 was a massively impactful year for data within the enterprise tech space. Um, what, What was your personal highlight or takeaway from the last 12 months? Yeah, great question. I would say one of my personal highlights from the last 12 months has been the rise of data democratization. So there's been a greater focus on democratizing data and really putting data and related tech tools into the hands of individuals, empowering more people on the job, and trying to instill a culture of data-driven decision-making. Um, self-service tools and the idea of low-code, no-code are helping make this possible for a wide range of users. And I'm happy to see this finally happening. We're still in the early stages though. So I think there's still lots of work to be done in the years to come, both in improving the tools that make all of this possible, as well as just educating the general public on proper data use. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think that um, democratization that you talk about, we're, we're seeing that trend you know, across all, all aspects of tech. We've seen that in cybersecurity, in the AI space, in the infrastructure management space as well. Um, why do you think there's such a drive to kind of get everyone in the business involved in those those high-level things like data that are really important? Yeah, I think because in the end, people are realizing, companies are realizing that there's value behind it. Um, I think we've known this for a while, but it hasn't been as widespread around the organization as it should have been. So I just think companies are realizing how much value there is hiding behind the data and also how much value you can unlock by putting data into different stakeholders' hands, different teams' hands, and letting them use it to empower them on the job uh, and to drive their teams forward. Okay, cool. Yeah, that, that makes sense. And uh, obviously, another kind of inescapable trend from, from this year was, of course, uh, generative AI. Uh, how has that really impacted the data space? And where do you see the potential of that technology heading? Generative AI seems to be creeping into every corner, and it has its impacts on data too. Data is, of course, needed to power generative AI. But on the other hand, generative AI is impacting the data space itself, I would say through co-pilot style tools, data analysts, data scientists, data engineers can be empowered on the job. 
whether it's to boost their productivity or unlock more creativity, and even just to simply understand their data better. I personally use generative AI like a sidekick throughout different tasks that I perform in my day-to-day. And some make comments about the possibility of generative AI replacing data professions, but I don't see the technology heading that way. I simply think it's going to empower people in these data roles to produce more and to do better work. Is there anything that generative AI can't do at the moment that you'd like to see it be able to do uh, in, in the data space? That is a really good question. Let me think about it. So generative AI, I mean, we're seeing it progress a lot and it's getting like more and more abilities and it's doing a much better job of what it's designed to do. I think one thing that I would love to spend less time on as a data professional, and I think many would agree with me, is like data cleaning and data wrangling. So preparing the data before you actually um, start to analyze it or visualize it. I'm not aware, I'm not sure how um, generative AI is impacting that space right now. I haven't seen anything too um, too prominent. And, and maybe that's one area that we can work in. I know it's very difficult to do though. Uh, and that's why data professionals, a lot of data analysts, data scientists spend a lot of their day just prepping the data, making it ready for the analysis. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. I guess with something like data cleaning, you kind of, you'd want that human touch anyway, right? You do, yeah. And that's why I think that you need the human touch. And also a lot of times you need like the business knowledge, the understanding of the data within a business um, a business setting. And I think that's why as well, it might be difficult for, for AI to come into this space but maybe we'll see a mix. I don't, I don't, I can't exactly envision how, but maybe we'll see a mix where AI can help with this, but it's true what you're saying about the human touch. I don't know if we can ever remove the human touch from this. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and, and obviously kind of looking forward to uh, 2024. Uh, how do you really see the landscape developing? I think for, if we're talking about the total, the overall data and AI landscape in 2024, there's a couple of things that I'm keeping my eye on. So I see more focus on observability, both data observability and ML machine learning and AI observability, as well as data access. So regarding the former, uh, businesses are investing more and more in observability solutions, and they're going to continue to do this because Observability allows you to track a system's behavior, to identify anomalies, to mitigate risks, etc. And this is becoming ever more important, given the, the broad impact that our data and AI systems are having. So that's for, for the observability side. And then regarding the latter, which was data access, this as well has a lot of overlap with data democratization that I mentioned earlier. But data access refers to making organizational data more accessible and and more usable to a wider range of stakeholders. So I foresee a rise in data access for 2024 because ideally, and we spoke about this a little bit before as well, ideally we want to enhance the impact that our data is having across every part of the organization. We want to empower our employees with data. And this can only happen with improved data access, whether that be through data, data marketplaces, or enhanced data governance, et cetera. Got it. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's really interesting. Um, so for those kind of going into 
2024 who are perhaps feeling at a loss with their uh, data and perhaps their AI strategy as well. Um, what advice would you really give to those companies? I would say for companies that are feeling at a loss with their data going into the new year, I would first say take a deep breath. They're not the only ones. I think most companies are getting overwhelmed right now with all of the AI talk. But in reality, most companies are not in a position to jump straight into AI right now. For AI to work, you first need to have a good data strategy and you need to have your core analytics and your business intelligence figured out. So focus on this part before you become worried about AI. If you try to jump into AI without the right data foundations, then you're probably setting yourself up for disaster. And if you're quite new to all of this, a really good book to check out as you get started, it's called A Data-Driven Company by Richard Benjamins. So read that book for business lessons on becoming data-driven. And then remember as well to always connect your data needs back to business objectives. It's all about driving value in the end. And we can't forget that. Really well said, Christina. Thank you so much for coming on to the uh, podcast today. Where can people go to find out more about you? Yeah, people can find me, first of all, on LinkedIn. Just search for my name, Christina Stathopoulos. I share all things about data there on a daily basis. And then as well, you can check out our company website at daretodata.io. Perfect. Um, thank you so much for everyone who took the time to listen to this podcast as well. Uh, we hope you took a lot away from today's episode, but for further information we talked about, please head on over to either Christina's LinkedIn or daretodata.io. We'll be back next week with another episode in our podcast series, but until then, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on all major platforms, follow the conversation on our socials at EM360Tech on Twitter and LinkedIn, and for more great daily content, please head on over to em360tech.com.